Hello and welcome, pour yourself a bowl of cereal, grab a spot on the couch, and join us in our Saturday morning pajamas. I'm your host, Jax, here with the lovely AJ, and I'd like to welcome you to the very special, oh my god, keep your eyes on the road trip edition. Yes, we are currently on a road trip, which is why you may have noticed there was a lap, um, there was no theme music. So you may enjoy that. Let me know in the comments at nonoms.net, and I'll take that in consideration. But yes, because we're on the road, I don't have all my recording stuff with me. Uh, so we decided we would just do a little mobile road trip edition. Uh, the idea for today's topic came about because we're sitting here listening to Disney songs. And okay, we're listening to the Goofy movie soundtrack. Yeah. On Spotify, and decided, you know what? Let's talk about road trip movies today. Yeah, it sounds good. I mean, you know. There's a lot of really great road trip movies out there, and there's a lot of ones from our childhood, too, after we talked to We decided which ones, you know, to remember. Exactly. So, right now, we are going to go into a few movies here. Uh, if you do hear some buttons clicking, just know that I actually have a list on my phone because I can't reach my iPad right now. We are, for those who don't know, we have a smart car. And you know how roomy they are. We've got the two of us, a cooler for snacks, our suitcase, uh, Christmas presents, because we're with, that late. <laughs> yeah, it's July. We're recording this, you know. Um, let's see. Our dog, a bed for her, and all her shit. So, we'll be doing a few things a little bit differently than normal. <laughs> yep. Okay, so first up, we already mentioned a goofy movie. If you have not seen this, oh my god, go out and get it now. It's not on Blu-ray yet, so, you know, sorry, you got to buy the DVD. Deal with it. Oh, my God, it is, like, the best movie ever. It's not the best movie ever, but it is a very good movie. I'm. It always holds a... The songs especially always hold a very special place in my heart. Like, the, the plot of the film, basically, is you have Goofy and his son, Max. I think Matt's, Max is, like, 15 or so in the movie. I think he's probably high 13s, 14, maybe first year of high school. And they are... Goofy is worried about Max. Because Max is... Well, Max is a teenager, so you know he doesn't want to spend time with his parents. He's, like, worried about being popular and all this stuff. And, and he's getting into some bad influences. Yeah. So according to Pete, at least. Because Pete keeps PJ under his thumb. Yeah. Yeah, so... Goofy gets the idea from Pete that they need to go on a father-son road trip to reconnect. Mm -hmm. Of course, this screws up with Mad Max's whole plan of being popular. But... And, and it's really great. Uh, one of the main thing, one of the main things in the movie is Max is idolizing this singer named Powerline, which is where some of the best songs come from. Yeah. Uh, Powerline is played by Tevin Campbell. If you remember who that is, you can guess when the movie was made. <laughs> yeah, and plus, you know, there's also the idea that they probably you you can tell they kind of might have wanted to try and get Michael Jackson to do the part. But if I remember correctly, right around when they were starting to animate this is right when all the allegations first started popping up. Yeah. Oh, and one more interesting thing is one time there's a song while they're driving on the road, which, you know, that's how we kicked off our road trip. And there's another couple that are driving by, and I'm fairly certain they were two men. No, they weren't two men. It wasn't? No, it was a little skinny, skinny short guy and his big fat wife. Okay. 
Yeah. It's hard to tell. Um, but, you know, acceptance and all that. Yeah. So, okay, so maybe it was Donald and uh, Mickey that were on their little uh, vacation. Well, yeah, well, yeah, if you're going to be con- saying it was two men, I think, Don- I think yeah, Donald and Mickey went together, so. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so that was the main one. And then we have a list of a few others. Um, Got to go over the big one that everyone loves, but not everyone has seen. Beavis and Butthead do America. Who hasn't seen Beavis and Butthead do America? I don't know, but some people haven't, or maybe I didn't mean haven't seen, but just aren't thinking of when they think of road trip movies. Okay, admittedly, yeah, that's not the first thing I think of when I think of a road trip trip movie, but I, I given I was at right, right in the perfect age range for Beavis and Butthead, I was young, impressionable, and stupid, and I <laughs> uh, absolutely, yeah, and I absolutely love this movie. I actually owned the script for it. Somewhere, I I think I might have recorded over, but there was at some point there was a little cassette player of me reading every line and trying to do the voices to this movie. It was awful. If we can find it, I will play it. No, it's 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 gone. Trust <laughs> me, it is gone. Watch, she's probably just saying that, so I can't play it. But. No, no, seriously, I, I I have no clue where it is if it is even there, but I'm fairly certain I recorded over it. <laughs> it was me trying to do other voices and singing and stuff. <laughs> um, throughout the movie, the main thing I don't want to say it's the main thing I remember, but about 25% of the time I hear the song I Got You, Babe, I think of the version that Beavis and Butthead did with Cher. Yeah, that I, it's, it's I, the I, weirdest I, thing. I'm with you on that one, actually. I think of that one more because my sister owned the um, Beavis and Butthead album that had that on there. That's why I'll also, when it comes to, um, when it comes to, um, Oh God! What was the name of that song? Um, it's, it was a Run DMC. Oh, uh, I think of uh, one of the Run DMC songs, and Beavis going, "Run DMC, the one you know, no." <laughs> yep. And well, the weird thing for me with that song, though, is just I haven't heard that song in so long. I did own the soundtrack. I saw it on MTV a few times, mm-hmm. and it stuck in my head. Uh, Never leave. One of my favorite things actually was. Um, not the sound. Well, I love I love the soundtrack to the movie, which is completely different from the one we're talking about. Yeah. Because that one had also had a really good um, rendition of um, uh, was it Roller Coaster of Love? Yes. By, wasn't it by chili the Chili Peppers? Yeah, by the Chili Peppers. Fucking fantastic. Roller Coaster of Love. That's all I'm saying because I don't want to get content ID. Nope. <laughs> Uh, now another movie just because because I was doing kind of look and another one that kind of fits the same thing is Jane Silent Bob Strike Back mm-hmm. as well as Dogma Kevin Smith really likes his road trips yeah Dogma I mean kind of Jane Silent Bob's definitely yes Dogma now what about the monkey oh so during uh, I was just making a comment when we were talking about these because there's one, there's one part in Jane Silent Strike Back that I still absolutely love to this day just because I know it was meant... Of course, it was meant on purpose. I mean, a uh, first-year film student can tell you this was... Oh, of course, this was written this way. Someone who's not a film student can tell you this. But uh, where in every single um, of the New Jersey movies that, J- that um, Kevin Smith was doing, he'd always have Jay... You know, uh, not, Silent Bob come up with say like one or two lines in the movie and it's almost always one as spout of wisdom except in Clerks too. I got nothing no, well that's that's kind of the joke though yeah 
because in Jamestown Bob, which is the movie came before Clerks Two, mm-hmm. and was technically supposed to be originally supposed to be the last of the New Jersey movies. Yeah. Um. So there's. It gets to the point where they're trying to figure out where to go with the monkey because the monkey's got kidnapped. Monkey got kidnapped, and they're trying to figure out what to do and how to get to LA and all that. And then uh, Silent Bob's sitting there miming, trying to get Jay to look at the sign on this truck, saying, "You know, hey, look at this. Look at this." And finally, and uh, Jay just goes, "Man, I don't know what the fuck you're doing." And Jay just like, "The sign, you fucking idiot." And he just kind of goes off on Jay because it's just like one of the best, one of the best things ever. Because I love that he finally got fed up with his hetero life, hetero life mate. I have a theory that that part of the reason that was such a good scene is that Kevin Smith was really this is my chance to get back at Jay. He did some shit to me the other day at the catering table, and this is my way to get back. I think I, I think more so than that. I think this was right around the time when Jay had been really deep into um, some of his extracurricular activities. Yes. And I think he just, at that point, he probably just let out a lot of his frustration that he had been feeling over that. Yep. But anyway. Alright, so now let's take this discussion on a little darker turn. There's quite a few horror movies. Um, Here's one that I don't know how many people have seen, but I happened to randomly see this with my stepmom and my brother years ago, like the night before we were actually going on a trip. Yeah. Um, it's called Duel, and it's by Steven Spielberg. Never seen it. It's from the 70s. <laughs> Basically, there's this guy, I think he lives in L.A. or something, because it's a big city. And he's leaving, he's going on a business trip. So, you see him driving, blah, blah, Well, somewhere along his drive through freaking California, he, there's a semi-truck. And for whatever reason, the semi-truck, you never see the driver, first off. Spoiler, you never see the driver. But this driver, the truck keeps following him and try to run, tries to run him off the road. Oh, and doesn't appear for a while and it comes back. And it's actually a really great movie because there's a lot of suspense and build up and see what's going to happen. Uh, and if you know anything about California driving, there's like San Francisco, there's LA, those are the main cities. But then there's also a few other smaller cities. And then there's a lot of farmland and fields and shit that burns that you drive through that's boring as fuck. Hey, look where we are. Well, yeah, it's... There's a giant field to our left. We're just south of Sacramento, so we're kind of hitting right in the... You know, we're finally starting to get seen, you know, civilization again. Yeah. But, no, yeah, one one of my favorite things to talk is how people on the East Coast are so spoiled. And it's like, oh my God, I have to drive 30 minutes. That's so long. Oh, no. Like that was my daily commute, and that was that was considered really good. Mm-hmm. Like that was damn good, considering most people drive out of town. I once lived five miles from work. I had to drive out of town. <laughs> yeah, just oh. because how close the cities were. But it still involved me driving by farmland and orchards. Yeah, well, and I live. You know, uh, there was a period of time where you know I had to drive thirty minutes a day just to get to my menial. Um, my menial. Uh, what's the word? Uh, my job. Not make a job, but yeah, it is essentially that the um, minimum wage job. Yeah, and you know it was it was a pain in the butt, but I mean it's seriously it's not that bad. There's people that go on road trips every day for work. Um, at one point, my dad was driving two hours each way to work. Yep, we live in an area where pe- a lot of people commute to the Bay Area, 
and that's usually a good hour, hour and a half drive to work and back each day. And that's if you are leaving in the morning before traffic hits. Yep. Because traffic is bad. Uh, how about how far are we from Yosemite? Uh, we're maybe an hour from Yosemite. Yeah, we're an hour from Yosemite, but we will get signs up in our towns that will say, like, Yosemite's full. Because there weren't people that far back because of all the traffic. Yep. So, it's just something that we're, um, with the whole, we ever see movies that take place in California for road trips, it ain't that exciting. <laughs> it's kind of like going through the Midwest. Yeah. Except less, the ground's more likely to shake than the winds is to blow you around. <laughs> and you got a little bit, a few more hills. Yeah. Just a bit. Okay. So, next movie, um, besides Duel, there's this movie, it's a road trip, it, it's called Carriers. And it is seriously one of the more depressing movies I've seen. It's basically, think Zombieland, except there's no zombies and there's no happiness. Basically, some disease has come around and wiped out most of the population. And there's these four friends, I think two of them are brothers or something. And they're trying to find, I think they're just trying, they're trying to get to the coast for some reason. I don't know if that's where they just want to die at or if there's something there they're thinking of finding, but... It's just really depressing because you don't have all the fun antics. You don't have the zombie excitement. You're just like, this is boring. Still a good movie, but yeah. I want to bring up that one. And then a little scarier. Hi, Highway Patrolman. We're doing nothing wrong. <laughs> it's The Hills Have Eyes. If you've seen it, I saw the remake. And oh my God, I made the mistake of watching the unrated version with my friend and her parents. Yeah. That rape scene. Mm, you know what? I'm good at not watching that movie again. It's, it's just oh, disturbing. I was like, um, it's, it's creepy. I'm, you know, he did a good job, but damn. I know this isn't the topic we're talking about, but it, if you want to talk bad rape scenes in movies, mm-hmm. um, Eye for an Eye. have not seen that one. It's got Samuel L. Jackson in it. It's, oh, God damn it. It's also Shelley Long and... Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie, but it, it's, it's got Shelley Long playing the mother, and they show the rape of the daughter, and oh, it's fucking brutal. Because they show it from under the um, um, under the glass table. So we're being creative while doing disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, that, and then the movie Blindness, there was a rape scene there that just made me go, you know, I, I get they were going for this, and mm-hmm. I get it's probably something that would happen in that situation. Yeah. Well, I'm here to be entertained and not just really just gets under my skin. Yeah, it's one of the few things that will make me go, you know, this movie's not for me. Yeah. And and I will happily watch Zombies, Decapitations. I love the movie about Royale and... Uh, she loves Google. Dead Snow, which is the German Nazi zombie movie. It's interesting. I'll do something about that later, but I watch all this stuff, but there's, certain thi- there's only certain things that will get me to go, hmm. Oh, that and the zombie baby kicking the belly in uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Uh, I will watch them decapitate anything, but that little baby foot. Next. Yeah. <laughs> On to a happier topic. Let's go back to our childhood. Let's go back uh, to road trip movies. Yay. Uh, you were saying something about the Muppets? Oh, yeah. Well, just one of the... Oh, shit. Um, sorry. Police, uh, highway Patrolman just kind of setting up a speed trap. Um, anyway, so... Uh, Muppet movie. 
I, I forgot completely forgot that it was a road trip movie. Love the Muppet movie, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's kind of it meanders a lot, but it does have some of the best songs of all the Muppet dumb. I guess is what you'd say. So yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say on that one. Oh, now me, I know I saw the Muppets growing up, but I wasn't as big into it as AJ was or other people. When I re- my childhood, and I'm talking little kid. Uh, movie was Follow That Bird. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, my poor parents. Every time, when I was like four, every time we would go rent a movie, I would pick Follow That Bird or the Care Bears movie. And well, technically the Care Bear movie has a type of a road trip in it, but not as much. But yes, Follow That Bird, and I just remember I remember key seats. I remember a diner and Oscar and someone tossing the salad. <laughs> totally out of context there, but yeah. I'm it had it in Bert. I don't know. <laughs> and then I remember Big Bird singing in the circus, but he's painted blue. Yeah, the blue bird of happiness. And then I remember someone eating the car. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Now I'm... Okay. Sorry. Just just realizing that a joke in The Simpsons was actually kind of a reference to the, was to follow that bird. Which one? Remember when um, the lunch lady, Doris, is giving him uh, pro, the children's chewable Prozac? Yeah. And it's uh, Manic Mouse or the Bluebird of Unhappiness. <laughs> I didn't realize that either. Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, funny movies. I don't know if you've seen this, but there's a movie called Rat Race. It wasn't huge, but I really like it. It's one of those funny ones that you saw, but not everyone saw. It was a great ensemble cast movie. It had Whoopi Goldberg, Rowan Atkinson, John Lovitz. It had Seth Green and um, Breckenmeyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else was in that? Uh, I cannot think right now. I think John Cleese was in it. Yes, he was. He was one of the one people. of the people who who was running it. Yeah, it's a really great movie. It's a stupid comedy, but you know, think of it's a mad mad world, but stupider. The, yeah, made for the nineties with people who don't know what made it. it's a mad 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 world so great. Uh, there was like one guy's. They're all trying to get to something. One guy's a pilot and. Or something, something about pilot and I don't know. I don't know, but it's been so long since I've actually my seen favorite, it. But I remember liking it. The joke I lo- I remember the most is that Seth Green's friend that he they're tra- he's traveling <laughs> with, competing with, pierced his tongue and thought he's talking like this the whole time, and in the end he finds love with a girl who also has a pierced tongue. And he's talking like this the whole time. Yes. <laughs> um, then there's to go back a, a quick step. You're talking about what, how you rent, rent and follow that bird? Yes. So I just remembered one of the movies that I used to rent all the time. It actually turns out to be kind of, not a movie, but as a road trip thing. What? I always used to rent one of those, one of the old Ren and Stimpy tapes. And it was about the Canadian Mounted Yaxman. Oh, yes. I don't remember the whole, I remember watching that. I remember loving it. Plot is one of the few things I cannot remember off the top of my head right now. There was no plot. The oh, okay. plot, The plot was that, was... They were kind of, you know, they were suckered into going and exploring the wilderness. There you go. Okay. Ben Stimpy suckered into something? You jest. I, I do not jest. Yeah. And then to finish up this list, we have fanboys. Oh my god, that is like, that is one of the newer ones that I really enjoyed. And again, if you haven't seen it, I don't know why, go see it. Movie takes place in 1999. And it's about a group of four friends that have reconnected. 
Bambi went over their plan to go break into Skywalker Ranch and see the um, Star uh, A New Hope. No, not New Hope. Phantom Menace. <laughs> see a Phantom Menace before it's released. Strange. What? But nothing. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. So see a, fa- uh, see a Phantom Menace before it's released. And so there's all Kevin Smith and Jason Bob, uh, Jane and Bob have a little cameo in this. Yep. Uh, there's a few other cameos that won't reveal. Um, there is a subplot about one of the friends being sick, but which is how they get, which is their little driving force. But overall, it's a great movie. A lot of little geeky tidbits here and there. Uh, the Star Wars nerds, when they, for some reason, they go through the birthplace of James T. Kirk and the Trekkies are there. Oh, it's a nerd out brawl. It's a nerd, it's an, you, a, a nerd out brawl? You mean an all out nerd brawl? Yes. Okay. Yes, and it's just it is great. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, if you find it on Amazon, there's not going to be links on the blog post this time because <laughs> driving. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that I think that about sums up most of our favorite road trip movies. Yeah, I mean that, that's the best we. At this point, I mean, if we just keep going on, we're going to be rambling about movies that either of us have not seen and just kind of go oh. forever. Yes, um, but we definitely encourage you to check one of these out. Um, you know, leave us a comment. Let me know what to talk about thought about today's podcast um, at nonoms.net. Um, if you are taking a road trip, you know, this summer, maybe think about getting yourself an audiobook to listen to in the car. Uh, you can go to audibletrial.com slash SMP and get a free 30-day trial. So you get a free audiobook plus discounts on others. Mm-hmm. If you choose to keep the membership after 30 days, it starts at $15. And you get, and you get like, another free book every month. And you get discounts. If you know what, it's not for you and you cancel, you still keep the book, the free book, and any books that you purchased. Yep. So it's win-win. Um, and I want to thank all my listeners on Stitcher, iTunes, um, TuneIn, Google Play Music, all over the place. Thank you all for listening. You are what keeps me doing this. Uh, us doing this. <laughs> and... Oh, yeah. If you like this podcast even a bit, maybe consider donating, becoming a patron. You can find links at the tip jar at nonoms.net. Thank you once again for listening, and safe travels. Yep. Safe travels. Have a good... Um, happy trails to you. Content yeah. ID. Content ID. Right, right. <laughs> Sorry. You guys have a good one. Bye. Bye. Team Instinct, go.